Before I get started, I wanted to take a quick second to talk about my sponsor, PalomaVerdeCBD.com. New website. They changed everything up. It's an awesome, awesome new website. Go check it out. Very user-friendly. Got everything that the old one had. Just uh, a new layout and a new setup. Also, be sure to use the promo code FACTS whenever you check out. They get you 25% off your order. I love Paloma Verde CDBD. Uh, I use the gummies and the tincture. It helps me mellow out. It helps me rest and sleep during the day. I'm, I am very much a up and going kind of person. And if the sun's up, I'm up and working a night shift, that sucks. So these help kind of mellow me out, calm me down, uh, give me where I can, you know, lay down, take a nap. They also have a salve. My wife had uh, a major back surgery when she was younger and she has some shoulder and back issues. And she has said that the salve is the only thing that makes her feel better. When she puts that on her shoulders, everything is better. She can actually move. She's not stiff. So go check them out. Carlos and Vanessa over at uh, PalomaVerdeCBD.com. Use the promo code FACTS and get 25% off your order. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This podcast. All right, so... I had originally said I wasn't going to do an episode today, which I'm technically not doing an episode today, but this is going to be a a test to see how the live stream thing works. And also there was some stuff following up on the Southern Baptist Convention and the dodging of the topic of uh, critical race theory that I kind of wanted to touch on because I think it's very important when looking at religion and the church as a whole, especially the American churches with the the different denominations across America and things that have happened over the last decade or so that have kind of changed the religious landscape in the country. But to start off, I want to give a shout out to Paloma Verde CBD, my sponsor. Go over to palomaverdecbd.com, check them out. If you use the promo code FACTS at checkout, you get uh, 20% off your order. I can't remember. I never can remember the number. I've got a I've got to write up for it, and I'm good at it whenever I do the actual read. But when I'm impromptuing uh, something, I'm just I'm terrible at uh, remembering what the actual discount is. But go over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and fill all your CBD needs. Uh, he sponsors Buck Johnson, Thaddeus Russell, an excellent product, excellent services. Plus, Carlos and Vanessa are just great people anyway. Uh, so definitely check it out. Give them your... Give them some business, uh, get your CBD. So something that I was kind of, that I had missed and meant to talk about, and I just, the the episode ended up running longer than what I intended. I, I tried to, I don't like to do these more than 30 minutes. Uh, I, I want to, you know, I want to keep it in that 20 minute time frame. That's something that's a little more easily digestible and, and doesn't seem like a, a marathon to, uh, to sit down and listen to or watch. But the Southern Baptist Convention ultimately dodged the topic of CRT with who they ended up electing. And it's not necessarily it's not necessarily a bad thing, but at the same time, it is something that has become a problem for the modern Christian church in America, especially, is that it, uh, it is disingenuous. So what you've really seen since 
2015 or so when it became uh, so what you let me back up. So it's really happened. It started over the last 20 years, but it's become really, really apparent over the last 10 that the Christian church is more interested in being politically correct and catering to what the masses are deemed to want as opposed to being biblically uh, sound, to being, you know, textually accurate in what the church preaches and believes. And you really saw it uh, come to fruition around 2015 with the uh, federal legalization of gay marriage. Because at that time, then a large number of the United States <clears throat> denominations started to allow gay pastors, started to allow their pastors to perform gay marriages, started to do take take part in pride uh, parades and doing pride ceremonies and stuff like that. And while I personally have no problem with gay people, I think gay people should have the right to be married. And like, that's there, there's a, a significant level of nuance that goes into my opinions on that. But so while I don't have any problem with homosexual uh, homosexuals and the lifestyle and getting married and what have you, there's also a very clear line biblically that that should not be condoned or accepted or encouraged by the church so when all the churches started to go in that direction especially with the younger members of the congregation it tends to push those people away they view it as disingenuous and a lot of the younger population already think they're coming up in a disingenuous politically correct, no one has a real opinion kind of a world. So it, it pushes those people away. Like in, uh, there was a, an article that I think it was in March of last year that less than 50% of uh, U.S. citizens consider themselves to be part of a church. Um. And some of that, there are other uh, studies that get more in-depth into that, that they're not part of a mainstream denominational church. But a lot of them are affiliated with like churches that are more or less small groups uh, that do stuff in private homes. Or they're members of non-denominational churches, and so they don't have a direct affiliation other than being Christian. But it was like forty-seven, only forty-seven percent of of uh, American citizens consider themselves to be a part of a church. And then another thing, like numbers that you can look at going back to two two thousand fifteen and moving forward, is like the Presbyterian Church, which very very openly embraced the homosexual community, their numbers were down something like 47% uh, 
or maybe more, um, the United States United Methodist Church had numbers that were down. And they have, as a church, has been more, over the last 20 years, has been more embracing of uh, homosexuality and that stuff. And so the the United States United Methodist Church has seen a decline in membership of around 33%. But conversely to that, the global United Methodist Church, which is very, uh, very strict to the Bible and to theology, has actually seen a significant increase. And, and that's something that's coming up with the United Methodist Conference. Uh, I think it'll be next year is there's going to be an official vote on that. And it's very likely that the United States United Methodist Church is going to split off from the global church and do their own thing because the global church does not support homosexuality, whereas the U.S. church does. And that's going to create a rift within the U.S. churches as well, because if the U.S. church as a whole embraces that, whereas some conference or, uh, you know, some districts and regions and, and individual churches within the, the United Methodist Church don't, it's going to create a schism all on its own. And something that has been very apparent over the last five to 10 years is that while these main uh, predominant churches have been losing membership, the non-denominational churches have been gaining. And up to a point, the Southern Baptist Conference was gaining membership because in the wake of a lot of these other things, they had stood their ground. They had stuck to uh, evangelism and scripture as opposed to going the way of the politically correct, what have you. Well, now that's starting to change. They've kind of lost their bite. And and that's what that's what kills me about this whole thing in general is the church was not meant to be a politically correct thing. It wasn't meant to be a power structure uh, within the government. It wasn't meant to take on any of this stuff. The church was supposed to be the church. It was supposed to be based on the Bible. It was supposed to be based on the scriptures. It was supposed to be based on the works and the acts of Jesus. And the modern church has perverted those things to fit a mainstream narrative to try to be popular. And what young people have kind of been fleshing out over this last five years is that they don't want the church to be popular. They want the church to be principled. It's a reason that libertarianism kind of has a an appeal to a younger crowd. And by younger, I don't mean like me younger, like, you know, mid to late 30s. I mean like 20s and down younger. And the same for the, the evangelical non-denominational churches is if you stand by principle and you're willing to do what you believe, even if it's not popular, young people cling to that because they've been brought up in a society that 
does not value that. And they view it as disingenuous and fake. And they don't want that. They want something real. They want something that has meaning and purpose and takes a stand and then stands by it. That's all I really wanted to cover. And I wanted to test this live stream thing out and see how it works. Huh, not bad. Hopefully YouTube won't take it down. Hope everybody has a good one.